At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey, it's Monique. Welcome to the podcast or welcome back. This is the Brown Vegan Podcast, episode 191. And with this show, I love to present veganism from a practical perspective to help everyday people go vegan in a way that feels good to them. I also love to share overall wellness topics and vegan entrepreneurship because this is truly a lifestyle. It's so much more than food. Be sure to come hang out with me on Instagram and on YouTube. I'm Brown Vegan on both of those platforms. So yes, speaking of YouTube, I have a new video that I'm going to be putting out in like the, as soon as I finish recording this. So go make sure you check that out. And yeah, on the next solo episode, I'm going to talk about more behind the scenes as far as me being consistent on YouTube and what those plans are, because I know you guys love those type of episodes. So make sure you stay tuned for that. It'll be right after this episode. A couple of days later, I'll post that. So uh, yes, on the show today, I have a guest for you. I have Charlotte, who is the Worthy Vegan on Instagram. This was a fun conversation. We have so much in common. So it was so good to talk to her, not only about her vegan journey, but just like overall wellness and vegan nutrition as far as dealing with kids with allergies and being a new mom and picky eating and just everything that goes along with this lifestyle. And we even talk about how her extended family responded to the change and just just everything. I think this is one of those conversations where we just kind of hit on a little bit of everything. So it's just, just listen and enjoy, you know? But those are the, those were the topics that we mostly covered though, is like, you know, vegan pregnancy, you know, questions to ask your doctor, allergies, and just being a compassionate person. And so, yeah. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. As always, all of the show notes can be found at brownvegan.com under episode 191. And so, yes, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into it. And I want to start off by finding out how you're doing. Like, how have you been doing over the last couple of years? Uh, I have been doing good. This COVID thing has definitely thrown me for a loop. So I've been, my job went remote in 2020. Mm-hmm. So I've literally been at home in my house since 2020. Yeah. 
which is crazy, but I'm doing good. I find I make myself get out and like go hiking. Now that it's warm, I'm in Boston, so it's finally like warm up here. That is nice. So I go out, I go hiking, try to be outside for a that little bit. But I'm so doing good. good. Yeah, being outside, I love hiking yeah. so much. Oh my goodness. <laughs> It's funny. It depends on the people I go hiking with if I go, because some people like hiking, they mean like hiking mountains, like Kilimanjaro type mm-hmm. of hiking, like hard hiking. And then there's me like, I like being out in nature and I like get a little sweat, but not feeling like I'm about to do a 27 mile hike like that. Yeah, it depends on what mood I'm in. Because sometimes I like, I'm yeah. like that. And then other times, like you said, I just want to be out. And it's so funny because when yeah. I'm on stories and I post like videos of me in the woods, I'm not hiking or anything, just in the woods. People are like, oh my God, you're by yourself? And I'm like, yes, I am. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I feel the same way. I'll be wanting to go out by myself, but I get so anxious. Really? It's so funny because my boyfriend got me a, he got me a pocket knife because he was just, he can't, because you know, he can't stop me from going. Yeah. He was just like, you yep. need something, something. Like, what are you yep. doing? <laughs> yeah. Listen, I walk around my neighborhood with mace on me, so like, <laughs> I feel like my husband be like, "You're so like super vigilant." I'm like, "No, I listen to a lot of crime shows. I watch a lot of Law and Order. I know what's oh, out there. People are crazy." Yes. Wait, wait. Since you do you like true crime podcast? Do you like any of those? Yes. Oh, I love me some true crime. Those are like my favorite. So, yeah, I love listening to them. Yes. That is wow. Yeah. So I just wanted to know like how you're doing. And then because I feel like, okay, let me ask you this. Do we connect initially because you were a listener of the show? Is that how we got connected? Because I feel like Yes. I feel like I've been following you since I started looking into becoming plant based in 2017. And I think that's when I started finding like I found your podcast and I found your page. And then you always post all these other vegans. So I'm like, yes, <laughs> let me make sure I'm following her and these people because I need some I need some brown vegans because I don't know any. any in real life. Right. <laughs> I know we didn't talk about this, Charlie, but I actually want to know what is it that you like about this show? And the reason I'm, I'm, I want to know this is because this is this platform is so different from you know, like Instagram and YouTube and places like that and my blog where people can kind of let me know right away what they're thinking. And because it takes more of an effort to review the show and people listen and I know they enjoy, but they don't ever say anything. So you have to tell me as someone who listens, you know, you know, I got to know what is it that you like about this so that I can make sure I do more of it, you know? Yes, it's funny you say that because I always hear people being like, please leave a review. And I'm like, can't yeah, leave a review. And I never <laughs> leave a review. Even though I love the podcast and I tell people about it, I'm like, so I feel you. I definitely get it. It's hard to get gauge engagement. Right. <laughs> but so what I liked the most was one, finding Black people that were vegan. Like when I first started looking into plant based, and I feel like this is said a lot, but it looked very white like there was no diversity it was mostly white women and so I'm like yeah that's cool like I like seeing what people are doing but I want to see what it's like for people who come from a very similar like background for me because I feel like our growing up we probably had a lot of similar experiences as opposed to someone who may not be black yeah so that's what I like the most and even now like when you when you started I think it was Shauna maybe when she started talking about engagement and stuff like that like I thought that was really helpful because in my mind I'm very like driven and I'm gonna I'm gonna do a podcast I'm gonna do all a blog all this other stuff but like I never got around to it but it's good to not have that content of like if you want to do a podcast this is what you should do or if you're 
trying to, you know, boost your Instagram or your social media followers. Like those episodes are really helpful too. Mm. And now that you do like now because I'm like an adult adult now. <laughs> oh, because now that you have a baby, you think you're an adult. <laughs> that makes you an adult, huh? <laughs> no, I like the financial stuff too, because again, I feel like that's just not talked about enough, especially in the black community. And you know, everybody now, like we trying to build generational wealth. We trying to get out of like the same old, same old. So I really like those episodes too. Cause I'm like, oh, let me let me see what they're talking about. Let me see if I can get my get my coins together because I'm not trying to work till I'm 100 years old. Exactly. Okay. I love this. This is all good feedback. I appreciate it. Oh my goodness. Okay. Because I I love doing this, but like you say, you know, it's like more of an effort to leave a review. So because I know that you came on initially you were a listener before we like really started connecting on Instagram, I was like, okay, cool. This is, this is, I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask how she feel about this. (laughs) Listen, I listen. I know people who listen. Like I talk to people and I'm surprised that so many people like podcasts because I thought, I feel like I thought podcasting wasn't as popular as it is, but so many people I talk to listen to podcasts, whether you out on a walk, I do it sometimes when I'm working out or driving or anything. Like, I love a podcast. Yes, so, me too. I didn't realize how many other people did too. So. so let me ask you this. Why did you decide to become a vegan? So I feel like I've always had a seed planted in me about like just veganism or just eating healthier. I would say like I I grew up eating, you know, the regular type of food. Like my family is from D.C. and Ohio. So it was a lot of like Southern food, a lot of seafood type of stuff. But my dad was a really good cook. So he was like cooking all the time. And like they did try to like we had the, you know, hamburger helper, fast foodie type of stuff. But he was, I, I like distinctly remember like having to like do the greens and like clean them and like do all the stuff like that. So like I had vegetables growing up, but definitely not as much as I feel like we probably should have. But I would say like in high school, I remember high school, my senior year, me and one of my friends, we were like, oh, we're going to be pescatarian now. And like my parents, they didn't really care at that point because I also, I started cooking when I was pretty much old enough to start cooking. So I would say my, so somewhere in high school, I was start, I started cooking for myself more. And so they're like, okay, well you can cook whatever you want. And I also had a job and I worked at a restaurant. So it was like easy for mm-hmm. me to just say, well, I'm going to eat this. So I don't have to eat whatever you're making. Like, don't worry about my food. But when I went to college, my roommate at the time, she was like super, super into fitness, super into health. And I was like, oh, cool. Cause you know, I'm not trying to gain this fish- freshman 15. Like I need to do something to help like keep this off. So we were working out a lot. We would try to like eat salads a lot and stuff like that. But I felt like I was really plateauing. And I would say maybe in like 2000. 13, 14, something like that. I was just like going through Netflix and I like watching documentaries. Like I don't care what the documentary is about. I just think they're interesting. So I like watching them and I found one, I think it was Forks Over Knives. And I watched it and I was like, wow, that was like, that's very interesting to know. You know, that food really impacts not only like your health, there's so many other things that happen to it. And like, that's kind of how I got introduced to like what factory farming is. So then I watched a bunch of stuff on Netflix. I think 
The other one that I really liked, I think was the guy who did the juicing. And I think it's called like Fat Sick and Nearly Dead. Oh, yeah. So I was like, okay. Like I was watching those. And I was like, all right, well, I'm already like, because at this point I was like doing smooth, like green smoothies. I would try to do like a meatless Monday with my friends. Cause we would always, we moved off of campus, but we would still cook with each other. Like once a week, we try to have like family meals as we called them. But so we would try to do like a meatless Monday or something like that. And I would be like pushing that on people. I'm like, yeah, let's try this. Like, so I want to eat some, eat healthy with me. And so I watched that and I was like, oh, okay. I think this was 2015, 2016, right around then I was like, it was in the summer and I was like, okay, I'm going to do a vegan challenge. And that's how I like really started like going down the vegan hall. And <laughs> I was, I was on the struggle bus that whole month. Cause I was like, I don't know. I don't know what to yeah. eat. Like, <laughs> I, I had so many like Pinterest things and like stuff you would look on the internet. But when I tried to like go and make it, I was just so overwhelmed. I was like, this is too much. And by the, like literally by the end of that month, I was eating like broccoli and French fries. Like my roommates at the time, they would like joke with me like, oh, you having broccoli and French fries again? You're still vegan? I'm like, yeah, I don't know what else to eat. <laughs> that is so real. I think we all kind of went through there. I remember when I first tried to go, I like was eating sunflower seeds and drinking water and eating apples because I was like, I want to do this, but I don't know what to eat. <laughs> exactly. And it's so odd. Like I say that now because like there's so many like cookbooks and stuff, but I'm just like, I even get stuck now because I'm like, what else? What else am I gonna eat? Because you get you do get in the routine of eating the same thing. Yeah. Like even if you're vegan, yeah. you still eat the same stuff all the time. So it's like hard, I think, to find new recipes. But after that month, I was like, all right, well, I'm a I'm gonna go vegetarian. <laughs> so I went vegetarian. I was like, by I think 2018 was my goal. By the beginning of the 2018, I was like a year, I did like a year and a half of transition. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, I think it was 2019. I said I was going to become vegan. I was like, and I was just slowly going to cut things out. So like I started being vegetarian and then I would just cook with less dairy, like switching out the, the milk and the butter and stuff like that. All that was easy. The hardest thing for me was the cheese. Like that was the last thing I let go. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that bad for me, like, cause I felt like, as a vegetarian, I felt like I had more options. I could go out to eat. I could do all these other things. And then finally, like when it came, like it was like January, I was like, all right, I'm going to go vegan. I've been doing this for a while. My husband at the time, or he was my boyfriend still, but he was like, all right, well, you know, you do you. I did mess with cooking anyway, but I was like, I'm going to cook vegan food. If you want something else, like you're going to have to cook food for yourself. Cause I was not making other food for people. Mm-hmm. But, and so like he would just start eating more vegan stuff too. But in the beginning, like I definitely, I struggled. Like I remember when I had transitioned over, I had been listening like to your podcast and stuff like that, watching other documentaries, trying to find as much stuff as I could. And I think around that time, there was another documentary that came out. It was about black vegans. I think it was, I think it's called Invisible Vegan. Oh yeah. She was on the show too. Yeah. Yes, she was. I remember that. I think that's how I found out about that documentary. But yeah, I saw that and I was like, okay, let me like really stop playing and like do this for real. Because it was like, it was getting to the point where like, I would definitely, I felt better when I was eating vegan. But also, like, my family at the time, a lot of people in my family are struggling with health issues, whether it's, like, diabetes, obesity, 
heart issues and all that. And I'm like, damn, this is like crazy. Like I'm trying to live to be a hundred and I see like my family members who are in their thirties that are really like struggling with health. Like I really want to do better. And so that's really what kept me focused is just like, for me, it was definitely about the health. And then when I started watching some of the, the more gory documentaries about veganism, it really, it was just like, that makes me, it makes me sad for these animals, but also just like, you really don't know where your food comes Mm. from. And then there's, all these like diseases that be with it and I'm like and then it also became like because I'm also very into like social justice and you know like food insecurities and stuff like that like that matters to me and you notice that all these farms and slaughterhouses they're employed by lower income people that are typically people of color they're the the slaughterhouses are in their neighborhoods so it's like messing up their water and their ecosystems and I'm like damn this is like this not only affects just me, but I didn't realize how big, you know, just eating vegan could be and how much of a difference it really does make. And so that's that's kind of like how I got into it, how I stayed in it. I, I went officially went vegan. So I was like I said, I was vegetarian for a year and a half. I officially went vegan in 2019. And again, at that point, like because I had trans- transitioned so much, I had like an arsenal of food that I would be preparing. My boyfriend at the time, he was used to eating that way. My family, they had been like, like in the beginning, it was all jokes. I remember (laughs) (laughs) I went to my family's barbecue. Like I said, my my family's from DC. And so like, we used to do like crab walls and we'll get like a bushel of crab. And then like, there's all this stuff that we would eat. And like my grandma's mac and cheese is like, everybody always talks about it. And so I remember going, I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to eat that. And I was, no, this is actually when I was vegan because there was no vegan options. I had, to make my own food. <laughs> <laughs> I had to make my own food. I remember going to the grocery store out there and I was like, I told my aunts, I was like, all right, I'm going to just grab some like vegetables and I'm going to get like a veggie burger and I'm going to just call it a day. Like, I'm just, I'm here to chill. They had drinks anyway. So I was like, I'm going to just be drinking and eating. Okay, so, why is it always... <laughs> I always think this was like, well, if I got a cocktail, at least. Right. At least I can get through it. Because like, at, at a certain point, like there are a few drinks, I'm like, I'm not even hungry. I'm just like, I'll just be talking, going around, whatever. <laughs> so, but I remember I got these, I want to say they were Boca burgers. I don't know. It was a really, it was a trash veggie oh, burger. It was back in the day. If you said a Boca, yeah, that's when we didn't have anything. <laughs> And I had it. I had my uncle throw it on the grill. And he was already looking at it like, girl, what is this? And he was so dramatic. Like, he took a bite out of it. He's like, oh, my God, this is so nasty. Cardboard, cardboard. (laughs) And so, like, I got a lot of those jokes a lot in the beginning. But now my family's kind of used to me eating this way. They know that I raised my son this way. And, like, now it's not as big as a thing. Because a lot of my family, they're starting to pay more attention to their health. And so they'd be like hitting me up and like, oh, you know, what else should be doing? Or will I go visit people? Because I, I live in Boston. Like I said, my family's in Ohio and D.C. So when I go visit people, I'm always making food. So I'm like, you know, try this. I'm not going to make you nothing nasty. Like, I promise. I know, like, I, I ate the same stuff you ate. Like, I know what tastes good. <laughs> so, like, that's how I kind of got them interested. And, like, now, like, one of my cousins 
they're all vegetarian. Her and her husband are vegans and they slowly transition in their kids. And it's like, it's just nice because even my grandma, who's like 80 some, she's like, tell me how you made, you know, those Brussels sprouts that one time or the asparagus. And I feel like these aren't even things that we ate growing up. So like, it's new to us, but it's good. Cause I'm like, now I feel like I'm an example for them. And I can be like, y'all, we can, we can thrive. We can add years onto our life. Like we don't have to be living in and out the doctors the whole time. And so that's really what keeps me grounded, I would say. I love this so much. Charlotte, I didn't realize we had so much in common. Like I, my family's from DC too. That's why. Yeah, I, know. I, rem- I remember when I first started listening to you and I, you said something about DC. I'm like, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> even, this, even if we were talking about having a crabs with your family growing up, that I used to do that all the time too. I mean, yes. I didn't grow up in DC, but you know, my mom grew up in DC. My whole family's from this area, like the DMV area. And yeah, that's what we do. We on a Saturday, we go to the park with our newspaper and we eat crab. <laughs> yeah, put down a newspaper, all the little season. Yeah. <laughs> like, I distinctly remember that growing up my whole childhood. So it was very, it was. Seafood was tough for me. Yes. I was like, cheese and seafood were my two, like, Achilles heels. I agree. I agree, especially the seafood. Yeah, yeah. because I'm telling you, and it, it just goes to show, like, how food is just a part of, like, yes. it's like a social thing for so many of us. And, mm-hmm. and you also proved that this whole conversation proves why it's so important for people to see people that look like them in this movement. Exactly. Because I felt the same way as you. I was like, veganism seems cool, but do black people do this? Like, what is this? You know? Right. And like, and I want to be able to enjoy my food. Will I still be able to do that? You know, that's like, a, that's, that's a big concern for so many. It, it, it is. And it's funny because like the school I went to, it was definitely a predominantly white school. And so, like, I had a decent amount of white friends, but I started dating, like, my husband now, he's white. And my and my family all thought, like, oh. Wait, he, you know, go back. I didn't know your husband was white. Yes, That's another child. similarity because my ex-husband was white. Girl, we didn't, I didn't know we yes. had so much in common. <laughs> Listen, that is a whole other thing. Oh, yeah, but, but, yeah, no, my family would be like, you know, that's that white people stuff. Like, girl, you, Brett got you doing that. I'm like, no, like, he's not even... He don't even want to eat this way. <laughs> he would be like, oh, my would be like, uh, what's the steak? Like, what's happening? Exactly. What are you doing? And people used to say that too. I remember I did a YouTube video years ago. I was like, my, I, it was like the title was like, my white husband did not convince me to go vegan. <laughs> exactly. No, for real. I'm like, this had nothing to do with him. It wasn't none of his people. Like, it was me. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but that, I mean, that's just how it is. Like, it's, I feel like it's so important to find black people because it's like, I feel like there's just not, now that I see that there's a community on Instagram and like, I follow so many people, you know, from your podcast and then like, I follow their pages and maybe posting other people. So I'd be like lurking and finding everybody. (laughs) So I know there's like a really big black vegan community. And even, I don't know if you've heard of Black Veg Fest, it's in New York. Oh, yes. Yeah, I went for the first time, I think 2019. Yeah. Yeah, right before COVID. I think it was the summer before COVID. And it was so, I was like, there's so many Black vegan business owners. There's Black vegans. I was like, these are my people. (laughs) You are out here. (laughs) That's how I feel about this show. I'll be like, oh my God, I get to meet such and such. I get to chat it up. Oh, I love it. And I'll be like, I could go anywhere in this country and go have lunch with people because I meet so many people now. Black vegans. I love it. Yes. Yes. So 
if you've been following me for a while, you already know how much I love green juice. But sometimes I don't feel like picking up the ingredients or I don't feel like cleaning out my juicer. I know y'all can relate. So on those days, I make sure that I grab AG1 from Athletic Greens. Shout out to them for partnering with me for this episode of the show. With one simple scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source ingredients, and probiotics. It's the perfect way to start your day because it has a special blend of ingredients that supports your gut health, your nervous system, recovery, focus, energy, all of the things that we care about. And instead of taking a million different pills every day or different supplements, you just have everything you need in one simple scoop. I know you've been seeing AG1 all over the place, so I want to share with you my personal experience and why you should consider purchasing it yourself. My favorite part is the simplicity. I like that all I have to do is when I wake up in the morning, put my scoop in the shaker, put some cold water in there and some ice too, and I just shake it up for 20 seconds and then I just enjoy it that way. As far as the smell, it actually has a sweet smell to me, kind of tropical, and I will also describe that as the taste too. It's greens though, so it's not going to taste like a cinnamon roll in the morning. However, I feel like it has a pretty decent taste to it. When I drink it, it reminds me of pineapple and papaya. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash brownvegan. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash brownvegan to take ownership over your health and to pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. As always, I'm going to place the link for this in the show notes as well as the blog post to make it easy for you to click through. Do you like to go to a lot of the festivals or was that the first time you've been to one? No, I do like going to the festivals because for me, like I said, I get in a rut of eating a lot of the same stuff. And I don't really like, I don't like going out to eat. Like, well, I do like going out to eat, but I find that there's not good vegan options as much. Yeah, And I guess it really just depends on where you live. Like, even though I'm in Boston, I live in like south of Boston. So not Boston proper, like the suburbs of Boston. So like, I got to drive into the city for me to go to find like some of these really good vegan restaurants so I don't like going out but I do like the festivals because a bunch of them knew there I would go like hungry and I would just <laughs> eat the whole day like it was they have such good stuff there so I'm like yeah and that's how like I've convinced my husband to go with me and he'd be trying stuff and he's like okay this ain't too bad this ain't too bad one of my, my one of my girlfriends with me went with me to the black veg fest one like we Went up there literally. I was just like, I want to go to a food festival. She's like, all right, you know, let's go. She's like, she's usually down the road anyway. But she's like, okay, let's go. And I'm like, we're driving up there. And I'm like, it's a vegan food festival. Uh-uh, <laughs> you do her like... <laughs> but she knew I was vegan. But she probably assumed anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she probably... It's so funny. I have a video of us. Like, we were trying... I actually had some really good shrimp there. And I was so surprised because I had not had any good vegan seafood, like, ever. Mm-hmm. But that was the first time I really did. But I remember I was recording me like eating this shrimp. You can hear in the background, she's like, Charlotte, they got raw broccoli. And I'm like, girl, I can go to the grocery store for some raw broccoli. Like, we're not going to the farmer's market part of it. We're going no, we're going to, we're going to get to the vegan food. We're going to get the po' boys. We get the. 
Oh, right. Vegan ice cream. We're going to have all the fun foods. Because I feel like people don't think vegans have all that options. I'm like, I do not eat salad. Like, I enjoy a salad sometimes, but like, I'm not eating salad every day. I'm not eating broccoli, like, as a meal every day. Like, it's not rabbit food. Like, people people really still think that. I'm like, nah, like, they got some good stuff. That's why I'm not like, I feel like you think of vegans, like, you're supposed to be like super skinny. I'm like, no. No, <laughs> not this one. No. I be eating. Like, <laughs> I eat all the things. Like, I do it for my health, but also, like, I'm going to eat the junky food because, yeah. like, I'm going to try it. <laughs> I think this is real life, though, because even if people aren't vegan, they go through these moments where they're eating, like, super on track or whatever that yep, looks like for yep. them. And then they had those times when they just, like, I just really just want to lay in my bed and eat these potato chips. It's whole bag while I watch Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> and mind my business. And right. Nobody's telling me about it. Right. And I feel like the, I love the summertime, though, because I feel like that's the time where I feel like I'm eating a lot of fresh food. But I'm telling you, the wintertime come around and it's just, <laughs> it's a wrap. Listen, I'm like, I just got back on my like healthy kick of it because I was eating, like, I'm also pregnant, but I was like eating a lot of like ice cream and like. Wait, wait, wait. You're pregnant this- again now? Oh, yes, child. Wait, wait. Yes. Okay, we didn't even get that way to damn. Yes. I didn't know. Yes. Okay, we're gonna get there. Yep. Okay, keep going. Yep, yep. Pregnant. So I'm pregnant again, but I've been eating like a lot of like, I was eating a lot of like, you know, I would call like indulgent type foods and be like, you know, I'm pregnant. I'm like, you know, baby wants some ice this. cream. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I really started feeling like crap. And I was like, oh my God, damn, I really need to eat some like vegetables. And literally, the past couple of days, I'm like, making my smoothies, eating a lot more vegetables and stuff. Cause I felt like my body was just like, all right, all right. right. Calm down. <laughs> You've done enough. Right. <laughs> I, so, did yeah. you have your first baby during the p- pandemic? Or I did. I did. Yes, I did. Okay, <laughs> how did so, Cause I felt like I've always, like, I've always, I never knew I wanted to be a mom and I was always so excited, but like having it during COVID cause I had all these like, grandiose things like my family's big I wanted them to be around me had this big baby shower and it was during COVID and I was like I'm so lonely up in Boston I need some people so it was it was definitely tough and in the hospitals like it was it was very different like I had to wear a mask during most of my time there unless it was like during the active labor yeah and I'm like it's too much for me. Y'all getting fussy with me because I got my mask on. Y'all in here like every five minutes. Well, give me a break. <laughs> mm-hmm. But how old is your baby now? They said it's a little bit different. So like the hospital I birthed at, I wanted to do like labor and water and do like the nitrous oxide type stuff. But it was closed last time. But I was talking to my doctor this time. He was like, oh, yeah, no, like you can do that. Like all that's open. Like you can have visitors again. When we had it, you can only have two support people. It's still that now, but you can at least have visitors in your postpartum suite. So that's good. Wait, what did you yeah. say? What is this? This is called this this hydro? You said what is this? Yeah, so it's called hydrotherapy, where you give birth, like you labor in the water, and you can actually give birth in the water too. That's what that's my plan this time around. Nice. I'm like a very. <laughs> I feel like people call me crunchy granola all the time. But like I try to do things like I wanted to do things like unmedicated and stuff like that. Last time I didn't, but I got induced. So it made things harder. But this time, like I feel like I'm really intentional about like the eating The I'm seeing a chiropractor. I did acupuncture like to induce my labor last time, but I started it more. I started earlier this time. But 
doing all those things, I feel like help. And I just feel like it just makes it easier. At yeah. least that's what they say. Like as far as working through the pain easier? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm doing like, I don't know if you ever heard of hypno babies or hypno birthing. It's basically you just getting like into a very deep meditative state. And so I'm trying that that this time around too. Okay. So how old is your first baby now? (sighs) He's a year and a half. (laughs) Oh Lord. I'm literally in shock every time still. (laughs) Like my first son, we were like planning and we like really wanted to have a son. It took us a little while actually. But this one, like this, I'm having a girl. So my daughter, it was a surprise to me. (laughs) And I was like, and I was like, man, I feel like I don't know. I feel pregnant. Like something just don't feel right. And it's crazy. My son, he had stopped breastfeeding. Like I was pumping for him at that point because he was way too bitey. So we like switched to pumping. And so he wasn't on the breast anymore, but he would just like randomly come up to me, lift up my shirt and just start pointing at my stomach. And this before I knew I was pregnant. And I was like, are you trying to get to milk? Like that's not where the milk is at, but like I see. And a couple of weeks later I found out. And so he still does. And I'm like, Oh, he wow. This really, yeah, I'm like, you are really intuitive. Like, you knew something was up. <laughs> Something's different over there. <laughs> like, mom, I don't know what you're doing, but something in there. Yeah. So yeah. how has it how has it been as far as, I feel like you just have an amazing advantage because your kids will be born into this. And even if they decide not to be vegan as adults, at least they have, you know, this foundation. foundation yeah. Right. I so how has this been? How have things been? I know he's still so young, though. Yeah, he's still pretty young. He's still, it's funny, he's picky. Like, I feel like kids are picky <laughs> whether they're vegan or not. And so, like, so my doctor, I told him from the very beginning, like, I'm vegan. I eat plant-based. You know, I, like, tell me what additional stuff I need to take, but I'm not, like, doing, like, nothing extra. I'm not adding no meat or dairy or stuff like that back in. And so, like, and he, like, he was fine with that. And so when I had my son, like, we breastfed. And so when it was time to start doing food, we already knew. I was like, well, uh, we're going to give him what we eat because I'm not, again, I'm not making extra meals. I say that now, but I do make extra meals for my son. Uh-oh. <laughs> he's, he's picky. <laughs> he's picky. Like, if he could eat pasta with red sauce all day, every day, he would. <laughs> <laughs> So when we started introducing food, it was fine. And like his pediatrician, he has allergies. So he's allergic to dairy, egg, and nuts. Like all oh, nuts, including wow. coconuts. Yeah, like egg and dairy, I was like, okay, that's fine. Like I already know how to cook around it. But the nuts threw me off because I love cashews and I like making stuff with cashews, especially vegan cheese. Oh, yeah. I think it tastes way better with cashews. And it was, <laughs> so that's why I feel like it's harder for me right now because I'm like, to find something that's nut free to still taste everything okay yeah. let's talk about that because a lot of times people say that they have nut allergies and that's why they won't be vegan and i don't when they ask me that question you know i get dms about it i don't have an answer for them because i'm just like i understand why this would be hard because we yeah. use it to replace so many things like even our taco meat walnut meat we use it yeah. for like yeah. so many things so how ha- i know you said it's been difficult but what are your plans do you have any plans at this moment or are you still trying to figure it out so we're still trying to figure it out. He does have to get like, he can get tested for allergies once a year. So this August he'll get tested again. I'm hoping, honestly, I'm hoping he just outgrows cashews. But <laughs> I know that's right. So good. But really, it's like, we just, 
I'm just super mindful of the things that I buy. Like, even though, it, even if it is vegan, like some of the ice creams, like I'll take that for example. A lot of this may look like almond milk or something like that. Or even like I say the good vegan cheeses, the pre-made ones. <laughs> I like the nut-based ones. So like yeah. that was just finding different replacements for that. And then I just, unfortunately, I just don't cook with nuts as much or at all anymore, really. So it's just, you really just got to kind of look at the recipes that you do eat. And if you do eat a lot of nuts, like, I mean, I feel like I ate nuts literally. I didn't realize how much, how many nuts I ate until I realized I couldn't have them anymore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I just find other things. Like, so I have other snacks. I used to always eat like nuts as snacks and stuff. So we do other type of things like chips or I eat a lot of popcorn. He's too young for popcorn. I love popcorn popcorn, too. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, we just find different, like other kind of snacks and things. And like he can do seeds. So like if I'm doing something and it's like top it with, you know, pistachios or peanuts or something, I'll just top it with like sunflower seeds or pumpkin seeds. For like peanut butter, I'll do sun butter. Sun butter is actually, I mean, it's good. It tastes like sunflower seeds, honestly. I feel like in my mind, I'm expecting it to taste like peanut butter, (laughs) but it literally tastes like sunflower seeds and it's good. And so I'll do like, you know, peanut butter jelly for him or, you know, some Asian recipes, they'll have it mixed with a peanut sauce. It'll be a peanut sauce. I'll just do a sun butter sauce and do it like that. But yeah, it's definitely, you definitely got to get the hang of it. I would say if someone is struggling, join a Facebook group with moms, with kids, with or they don't even have to be parents. Find a Facebook group where someone has a, whatever allergy it is because there are some for them. And then people in there, they post a lot of recipes. So whether if it's vegan, not vegan, you can veganize it. If it's not vegan, sometimes they, a lot of people I find with allergies, their kids end up eating a lot of vegan stuff just because. It's just easier. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like that. That's perfect. That's Mm -hmm. one people to this lifestyle, but also, you know, at least I know there are options out there, but going out to eat, I always do have to feel very, very mindful of the people there because like before when I was vegan or when I first went vegan I would go out I would tell people I had allergies because I worked as a server as a bartender and I know sometimes you know they be (laughs) I hate to say it y'all but please make sure that they they'll be like oh I accidentally put like cheese on this let me like scrape it off or do like something like that I'm like no, tell them. I always tell people, tell them you have an allergy, especially if yep. you're like strict. Girl, me too. <laughs> yep, because if you say that, they're going to definitely exactly. take care of you. If you just say, oh, I'm vegan. I don't give a shit. I don't give a damn. Right, like, <laughs> I say you're vegan. Some servers, because before some of the people I worked with knew I was vegan, they'd be like, oh, I got this damn vegan again. Like, da da da. Why you come to this restaurant if you was vegan? I'm like, don't be like that. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, that's my friend. Like, that's my, let me go help her. Like, what you mean, honey? <laughs> like, like oh yeah so definitely yeah i i say that to everybody just tell them you got an allergy if you're not Uh, me too girl me too i get it so my last question for you is what tips do you have for women as they go through their vegan pregnancy or how to talk to their pediatrician anything you want to share about that I will say one your obgyn make sure that they are Like they're okay with you being plant-based. I know some, they'll try to push, you know, like if you need iron, they'll say like eat liver or eggs are very popular for pregnancy. And they're always telling people to eat eggs, but all of these different nutrients you can get through plant-based. So just talk to them about it. I've always had my blood work drawn 
and done. Like I've had all my vitamins tested and I have to specifically request that because they don't do it standard. And it is covered by your insurance for the most part. But test, get your vitamin levels tested and see what you are deficient in and just go from there. Like I take a regular vegan prenatal. I take DHA. They have vegan DHA. So you don't have to get the one that's made with fish oil. And I also, my last pregnancy, I took an iron supplement and there are tons of vegan iron supplements. There's a liquid form. I forget. I think it's called like Floridex. It's strong, but it does work. <laughs> like it has an odd taste, but they also have like regular pills you can take. And then I get my, I got my vitamin levels tested at the beginning of my pregnancy. And I got it tested right before, like in my third trimester. So before delivery, so that you know, you know, where you're standing with your nutrient level. And again, it's really important to talk to your doctor because you don't want them pushing things on you. Like even the prenatals that they wanted to prescribe me the first time around, they weren't vegan. And I like just mentioned, it's like, oh, do you have like a vegan or allergen friendly one? That's how I also, I'll put it like that. And I'm like, oh yeah, we've got this version. And so like, for the most part, it's just talking to them. And I feel like, I will say if they have an issue with it or they think it's not healthy, I say switch providers because you want a provider that's listening to your needs, especially if you're a black person in this country, like with healthcare providers, they need to be listening to you. So if they're not, you know, taking you serious when you're saying like, I'm a vegan, I only eat a certain way, like they need to be accommodating to that. So leave them if they're not. And yeah. As far as pediatrician goes, like I said, it was a, I felt like it was easier for me because my son had so many allergies. So like when it came time to start introducing foods, they weren't like, try to put that baby on some regular milk and blah, blah, blah. Like, they weren't doing any of that. But it was the same conversation. Like when I when we started talking about foods, I was like, hey, so me and my family, we only eat plant based. So, yes, he's not going to eat, you know, dairy, eggs, nuts because he's allergic to it. But we also don't do meat and we get, you know, meat in other forms or, you know, the, the nutrients you need in other forms. So like whether it's like meat replacements or we do lots of beans, like my son loves beans. So like he eats lots of stuff with beans in it. Or like, we just have a variety. We really do. We did baby led weaning, which is not making purees and stuff. We just gave them what we ate. And that was really helpful because it introduced him to a lot of foods and he's getting all the different nutrients that he does need. We do supplement with him as well. So we do a multivitamin. We do, I forget this, Mary Ruth, I think is the brand. But you What's the brand? I didn't hear you. Mary Ruth. Oh yeah, I heard of that. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. I just do a liquid vitamin and it's the vitamin I take and it's safe for kids. They have one that's specifically designed for kids, but I just give him the regular one and just give him a smaller amount. Mm-hmm. But but so that way he has a multitude of vitamins. At his two year mark, I'm actually going to get his vitamin levels tested. And I, I'm going to do the same thing because like every year when I get checked up, even before pregnancy, I was having my vitamin levels tested. So I would say get that done for your kids and a vitamin D because- Everybody need that. I live in, you know, the Northeast where- I'm about to say, yeah, you really, yeah. (laughs) All the time. So we need Mm -hmm. vitamin D supplements, whether he was vegan or not. So, but yeah, make sure you're open and honest with your provider, even your pediatrician, talk to them, you know, tell them, you know, there are other ways that my kid can get food because it's not always just me. I see in a lot of the groups, my 
the mom groups come in, moms are like, my, my kid doesn't eat meat or, you know, they don't drink, they're allergic to milk or they don't like milk. I'm like, there are other options. <laughs> like I tell, I'm like, I'm giving people the ideas. Like you can try this, this and that because yeah. you don't have to give your kids meat for them to thrive. And like, because we've been doing this, like I've been doing this for a while. My family's used to it. They knew that I was raising my son that way. And my family was so a joke, like, Oh, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give him a rib and <laughs> all of that. <laughs> right. <laughs> but like I would just tell them, I'm like, listen, like if you want privileges to see my children and you want to watch them while I'm not around, you don't say things like that because you will get X right on out and you will not oh, be no. with you. I'm telling them, I'm like, don't play with me because I'll knock you out. I still tell them, I'm like, when my kids are old enough to tell me, you know. I want to try this or I want to eat this like that. I'll let them try it. But in our house, we're eating a certain type of way. If you once you're old enough to cook and you decide you want to eat something else, that's your business. But you still know you can thrive and you can eat vegetables and still be totally fine. Like you don't need that other stuff. Yeah. And that's a perfect way to end this. Thank you so much, Charlotte. Like I said, I had no idea we had so much in common. I really, really appreciate you coming on here and sharing and for being a listener for all these years. I really appreciate that. Um, (laughs) I'm going to leave a a podcast review for my episode. I'm like, oh my God, it's the best. That was amazing. (laughs) Yeah, go do that because I need ratings too. Let us know how we could go follow you on Instagram. I am the worthy vegan at Instagram. Right now I'm on a little bit of hiatus, but I will be posting again about what my what I'm eating during my pregnancy when my son's eating as a vegan baby. I just need to get it together. But I'm over yeah. there, y'all. Come find me. I will find find your page and look at your food stuff too. So don't <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the show. If you're enjoying the podcast, be sure to rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts to make it easy for others to find us. Also, tell a friend. Be sure to share the episode on your Instagram stories and tag Brown Vegan. Thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you next week. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.